This is a HeadGum Podcast. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. In 1903, fledgling pro baseball franchise, the Boston Americans, won the first ever World Series title. The team, which changed its name to the Red Sox later that decade, was a powerhouse in the early days of the major leagues. That is, until 1918, with the infamous trade of Babe Ruth to their bitter rivals, the New York Yankees. So began almost a century of baseball futility, punctuated by a number of so close, yet so far gut-punch losses, as generations lived and died without experiencing a title. And to add insult to injury, Major League Baseball in the 20th century came to be dominated by the hated Yankees. But during this extended dark age, despondent Sox fans found solace in a North End pizza parlor operated by Italian-American immigrant Luigi Diora. Founded in 1926, eight years into the Curse of the Bambino, Dioria gave his restaurant a name that in Italian means Queen Pizza. Incidentally, the order of its official name is often affectionately flipped by locals. And just like the Red Sox have the Yankees, this pizza shop has an intra-city Zaw rivalry of its own with East Boston's Santarpio's Pizza. Speaking of rivalries, in 2004, after an astonishing comeback over the Yankees, the Red Sox finally won their first World Series in 86 years. A moment famously commemorated in the Jimmy Fallon film, Fever Pitch. And so the curse of the Bambino broke like a dam. In a 21st century reversal of fortune, it's the Red Sox that have won four titles this millennium to the Yankees too. And while some locals may prefer rival Santarpios, it's Luigi Dioria's chain that has a location in Fenway Park and is the official pizza of the reigning World Series champion, Boston Red Sox. This week on Doughboys, Regina Pizzeria.
Welcome to Doughboys Live. How you doing, Boston? All right, I'm trying to figure out this mic stand. I think this will work. Uh, guys, thank you so much for coming out. We're so excited to be in Boston for our first ever live show here. And let's bring him out here, huh? This week's roast is courtesy of Bill W. Let me introduce my co-host, participant in the Boston Low Tea Party, the Spoon Man Mike Mitchell. That's very nice. It's not going to be that good, folks. (laughs) I am so sick and so nervous, Nick. You're going to, people love you. They're excited to see you. You're going to do great. I was making fun of you. Embrace the spirit of your Bill Pelichick uh, uh, short-sleeved hoodie you're wearing on stage. Earlier today, ow, fuck. What did you do? I bit the microphone. I'm going to fuck up a million times. (laughs) Just this afternoon, I thought Antonio Brown was crazy. And now I think he's the next Randy Moss. It's great. This Quick is switch. I, I don't follow the NFL. He was on the Raiders. Oh, God. He was on the Raiders, and now he's on the Patriots, apparently. Yes. Okay, got the it. The wind was taken out of that sail. Thank you, Weiger. I just want some context for what we we're discussing. There are people out there who aren't sportos. There are people out there who don't follow the National Football League. Are you cheering that? It's fine to have other interests. My throat hurts. My bottom hurts. I mean, that's been a running theme throughout this tour. It's the format of this podcast. I'm afraid. I saw my Auntie Masha and Aunt, Uncle Jim in line. I, I don't want to say anything bad. It's going to be so sad when we see walkouts, and it's like my Auntie Pat walking out of the building. <laughs> <sighs> what do you think of Boston, Wagger? I'm having a lovely time. You know, I, and we'll talk about it a little bit more when he's out here, but one of our guests gave uh-huh. me a walking tour of the city. That was delightful. You almost missed the train this morning. I did. That was in New York. We yeah. came from New York. We've had a whirlwind. We did two shows in New York. Uh, we got out, there, got out there very late. This sounds pandery, but I am so much happier to be in Boston than I was in New York. And I think you can agree with that. I mean, it's, the tour is one night closer to being over, so <laughs> I'm doing, yes, absolutely. Uh, Mitch, also in attendance, also uh-huh. here in Boston, Mrs. Mitchell, a lovely woman. She's out there somewhere. Who I've, who I've been able to spend some time with and have grown quite fond of. Mitch, you, she... All right, lay off, man. I don't mean that in a horny way. Although I would like you to call me dad. <laughs> you know I already do. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Um, yeah, I was with my mom. I went, I went straight to Quincy. Yeah. And my mom said, I have a surprise outfit tonight. I said, that's good. And then I went into my room for a nap, and she said, you're going to like what I'm wearing. <laughs> mom, I couldn't tell you in person, but that's weird. <laughs> Don't do that. Have you seen her since? Have you seen her? I have her not. She's out there somewhere. Hi, Ma. I can't see you. Sorry. We'll, we'll find out after the show. I got her nosebleeds. They're way back. I hope she's in, like, Xeno Warrior Princess cosplay. It's a total, like, wow. Not expecting that. Yeah, okay. That is too horny. Uh, <laughs> Emma is waving her phone at me. What? Emma's over there. Oh, my mom is over there. Oh, she's in the wings. Hi. That's a nightmare, mom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. This this whole show is an extended no peeking test. My mom doesn't even know what that reference is. <laughs> oh, boy. That's a good section over there. Um, uh, yeah, welcome to Boston, my friend. I mean, this is my so... Second? This is my second visit, but I don't know if the first one was a proper visit. It was kind of a whirlwind. We went to one place, which was the same pizza place that we're reviewing tonight. And you insisted right. on it the one place we had to go to. And then we spent most of the time in Western Mass. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, and then we, we came back straight to Quincy. That's right. Yeah, baby. <laughs> and we got lit up. <laughs> we certainly Quincy did. Quincy guys go hard. Wu, uh, Wu-Tang gave Yusong a shot. Yes. And we had to resuscitate him. <laughs> Yusong's in bad shape. Just like right now. Yeah. He's like, he's, I think he's had the, as much as I've complained about like all the travel and the, the lack of sleep and the late hours, I feel like Yu Song has had the roughest experience over the course of this tour. That's very his, true. His, he's doing a great job. Can we get a round for Yu Song and for Emma? A round of applause. We could, we're, we, uh, we're going to take him out behind the theater and put him down after the show. <laughs> By the way, you mentioned, uh, I, I, uh, on that topic, you mentioned I almost missed the train. Uh, Emma was staying a little further away. She did miss the train. That's that right. That was a whole ordeal. Thankfully, she's here, and she got it all together. Um, did she just yell, fuck? <laughs> she did. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's completely an understandable mistake. We are out super late last night, but we are going to have to dock you songs pay. So. <laughs> but we had, a, we had a lovely train ride over here. That's true. This is the end of the tour. Yeah. That's it. Tomorrow. Is it? Is the end of the tour? A, is that a Gus Van Sant movie? That's the Gus Van Sant movie. Okay, so that's going to end like our tour with a, a hotel room suicide. <laughs> but yeah, it was, a, it was a crazy day. We're a little harried. It was a, a little rushed, but I, I've had a lovely time here, and it's a lovely city, and it's very nice to walk around in. That's very nice, Nick. I, I, had, I, had, a, I had a really a. Uh, Mitch, you gave up on the microphone stand. I did. Should I do the same? Because I'm just holding this in my hand. I think I'm going to do the same. Yeah, okay. Oh, you shot it off at yourself. I didn't mean to do that. Okay, there we go. Wait, i got to find that clip. No, you don't have no, to I find do. it. Oh, God. Okay. All right, this will fill a good 20 minutes. Okay. 
Oh, shit. <laughs> um, but we should, we have a lot you of okay? show. Yeah, I'm okay. Uh, I want to say, how the hell? I'm sorry. To Spoon Nation and uh, Emma, play a little drop. This will be embarrassing. Familiarity. 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 <laughs> you came close. I can say familiarity. <laughs> I can say familiarity. I just said it now when I'm mad. Familiarity. Familiarity. God damn it. I'm not Tungus. Oh boy. That's from Brian Cotton at BPC. He did that. BPC. Oh, he's here. Oh, hey. Hi. He did say, I hope I can see you in Boston. Thanks for sending that in. Great drop. Quality drop. Mm -hmm. My favorite part of the stage picture when we're playing those drops is you just, like, eyes locked on your phone in shame. It's awful. Yeah. (laughs) My family saw it now, so whatever. This is what you do. But, hey, there's something else you do. Uh-huh. And, you know, we're approaching the end of the tour. We've had to, unfortunately, had to cancel some dates. But there's a, there's a good reason for that. That's right. And I, I, you, you, have a, you are cast in a, in, a, in a film. That's right. I got cast. You have a movie role. Yes. And, and I believe, I believe you can, we can announce what it is. <laughs> yes? Is that right? Um, it's an unknown name to everyone, but yeah. I think some people will recognize it's it. Catch Mike Mitchell <laughs> in the white clumps. The white clumps. <laughs> I play every character at the table. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't need a fat suit. Um, that's, not, that's not the film. You're playing the, uh, I'm, 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 you're playing the peanut M&M in the M&M's movie. <laughs> How many alts do you have on your laptop? <laughs> I got cast in a movie called Ghost Draft with Chris Pratt. Very cool. Very cool movie. Uh, I'm very excited about it. As you know, I'm afraid of ghosts. I don't know what the deal is yet. Right. But I'm scared. I'm terrified. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's a very exciting movie. What from, from, you know, I, I don't know anything about it. You've uh-huh. been honoring your NDA. That's right. Um, and so I don't, really, I don't really know what's going on with it, but it, it does sound exciting from what I, the materials that I've read online. That's right. Um, so congratulations. This is huge. I, thank you. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Nick. Thank you. Oh, and, boy. And I, I hope this makes you feel better about missing out on Fat Thor. <laughs> I've already been recast. <laughs> this is awesome. When does it come out? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even okay. know what I can say. I don't oh, know. Okay, right, right, right. Yeah, okay, got it. Yeah. But it's some gonna point be in the great. future. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah, I'm very excited. You're going to be in a movie. I know. Shut up. <laughs> Imagine your whole family that's here watching this shit is at some point going to be able to watch an actual real production with you in it on the big screen. They can walk out without hurting my feelings. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, I'm getting. By the way, I feel rid- I'm like I'm like wore out this this Papa Gino sweatshirt. That's right. Uh, and I'm honestly getting a little hot in it, so I'm gonna. I'm just gonna take it off real quick. What is this? Wow! All right, I feel better. Papa Gino's undershirt. That's cool. I can do your tricks. You didn't even like Papa Gino's that much when we went. Did we go there? Yes, we reviewed it. Oh, my God. Is that the place we reviewed for Solid Sound? Yes. Oh, man, I just... I was in a haze. I knew, we, I knew we did a pizza place. I forgot which one it was. We should bring our guests out. We're already running we on fumes. We absolutely should bring out, bring out our guests. First up, an actor, comedian, best-selling author. His new book, Medallion Status, is available right now via all your favorite bookstores at bit.ly slash medallion status. Give it up for John Hodgman. One, two, Hello, Wilbur Theater. I was just saying uh, to the wonderful staff of the Wilbur Theater, it's one of my favorite places to perform. I have, no, I have zero material. These guys, you want to be on one of our shows? And I was just saying, mm, and they said, the Wilbur. I'm like, yeah, I do want to go there. <laughs> Kidding me, I'm so happy to be here. It's incredible to be here with you, Mitch, my fellow Commonwealthian of Massachusetts. And you, Double Reed, last time I was in Massachusetts with you, the Commonwealth gave you a severe allergic reaction. Yeah. You don't remember going to Papa Gino's because I think you were in some kind of weird fugue state. <laughs> I'm glad you're feeling better. I'm, I'm glad feeling that great. you're able to see Massachusetts I'm, in a slightly less um, uh, uh, hives light. <laughs> I, I'm having a lovely time. You, you took me on a, a walking tour. We saw some of the sights. I did. It was very different from Mitch's uh, walking tour where he showed me where Chankton threw up. <laughs> and where, uh, There's Fra- a lot of spots for that. Where Frailbot <laughs> took, a, took a shit in his Bruins hat. Right. Um, I feel like, uh, here's what I was thinking. Is we're getting off the train. Yes. And Mitch was going to go home and, and take a rest. And you were... And, and Yusong was going to go do some work, and we were just going to walk to the hotel. And I right. said, let's, let's, walk, let's walk a little around a little bit. My feeling was, should I show Nick some of, the, some of the major sites of this important, beautiful, historical city where I grew up? Or should I get him to Quincy as quickly as possible and tuck him into my childhood bed? <laughs> <laughs> Tuck him in nice and tight and not let him out <laughs> until it was time to drive to Western Massachusetts. I decided to show you a little, a little of Boston. It was and, wonderful. Yeah, I showed you, I showed you uh, Newbury Street. I pointed out where I worked at Conrad's in the stockroom. I showed you the Colonial Theater where I saw Marcel Marceau and Mumenschanz when I was 13. Precocious, pretentious kid. I showed you the Boston Common. I said, that's where I, concerts on the Common. That's where I saw my first concert, the Thompson Twins. And you said, who are the Thompson Twins? And then I walked into traffic. <laughs> 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 but I did see one thing. 
after, after we checked in, I, I went walking around again to, to visit some other old haunts. Um, but one thing I noticed as I was coming back on Stewart Street, walking towards, uh, towards the, uh, the theater and the hotel, uh, I saw three, four, in, uh, four businesses, arguably, in a row. I saw a Blaze, I saw a Halal Guys, then I saw a Dunkin' Donuts, and then I saw an urgent care center. <laughs> and I said, this is the Doughboys in a city block. <laughs> if I do all those in a day, it's a grand slam. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, our next guest. Well, I, yeah, go on. I, I, do, but I, I, I don't want to, this to step on our incredible next guest. But okay, I do, sure. I do, before we go any further, I do have a little drop. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Okay, Hodgman is queuing something up on his phone. That's right. And it just came through right as we were going to dinner, so I didn't have a chance to do anything but this. This is a message from a fan of the podcast. Doughboys. Greetings, Spoon Nation. Dave Matthews calling John Hodgman's phone. Mitch and Warder. I hope you have a great show. John, next time you get lunch. Dave Matthews? Wow. Yeah. wow. Dave Matthews sends Spoon Nation? Wow. Wow. Am I sick? <laughs> this is the Doughboys episode in Massachusetts where you get to experience a disconnect from reality. That's insane. I, re- I, I met him at a thing. But I had his email address, and I wrote him the other day. I just said, do you have any interest in doing this? And he said, sure. And he did it. That, ru- that rules. Jesus so welcome Christ. home, Mitch. Wow. Can, can, I, can I have it later? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll text it to you right now. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, our next guest is an actor and comedian from Nailed It, and her great podcast, Best Friends, and Why Won't You Date Me? Give it up for Nicole Meyer! I'm running through your nigga house like the Tomb Raider. You gotta pass around, nigga. He a hot potato. I told him, eat it or get out. That's your ultimatum. But stop licking my pussy hard. That shit aggravating. Uh, he ain't mine. I just let him eat me out the time to time. Call it pussy. Because I got the runny kind. He can't compare me to none of these bitches. I got that Beyonce, that dream girl that listen. I was gonna do a cartwheel coming out, but I didn't want my wig to come off. Mm. And then I'm gonna play my drop from Queen Latifah. No, I'm kidding. Uh, (laughs) Was that really Dave Matthews? I don't even know what he sounds like or looks like. (laughs) That's something that you you realize if you watch enough Dave Matthews videos. Ah. Don't know what he sounds like, don't know what he looks like. That is the best gift I've ever gotten in my entire life. Sorry, Mom, by the way, I apologize. (laughs) Uh, but that's not it for guests, Nick. We got one special video guest. Wow. And we can bring down the lights or play it up on the screen. Someone's going to check in. One last guest. A little surprise for Nick. It might take a second. What's it going to be? I told him to put a 20-second just black screen uh-huh. on the top of the video. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, ah, wow. 
Yeah. That's not the. It's not us. <laughs> you thought it was like a philosophical thing. We're the guests. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. Sure. Screen is black again. Okay, yeah. Ooh, what's it gonna be? Ooh! Okay, the Doughboys logo's back Ooh, up. What's it gonna be? <laughs> what's it gonna be? <laughs> I, I, wish, I wish it were, it's a message. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. <laughs> hey, everyone. Chris Hansen from Hansen vs. Predators and Catch a Predator with a message for Nick. You know who you are, Nick. Listen, I'm gonna need you to have a seat right over there because I've been going through some transcripts and I see where you deserve congratulations on your recent tour that you traveled the East Coast and you went to Thailand. Wow, <laughs> awesome stuff. Now you can stand up, have a wine cooler or a Mike's Hard Lemonade, you are free to leave. And everybody out there in Boston, keep an eye on this guy. He's going places and I'll be watching. All right, take care. Oh, and by the way, Mike Mitchell says hey and congratulations. Wow. Chris Hansen from To Catch a Predator. Hard, hard, that's for right. me to, hard for me to hear a lot of what he was saying. Me too. That's No, that's a performance issue. Oh, got it. Uh, but I did catch well, the... Well, he's got to be quiet because he's catching predators. You know? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> he may in, have been mid... Yeah, he may have been mid-catching like, a predator. He was in the backyard while someone was being trapped in the house. He just snuck out. He's like, got to make that extra cameo money. <laughs> he... Also, genuinely thought you went to Thailand. It was a joke. <laughs> it was like DC, Philly, in Thailand, and he read it completely wrong, <laughs> and just congratulated you on going to Thailand. Mm, so, okay. Like uh, the implication is for a, a sex tourism vacation. That's correct. Yeah. Yes. The kind of thing that's probably why he delivered it like that. Yes, he didn't know that. That's what I meant. Or he could have gotten it that it was like the joke you were making, and that was his choice. Yes, that's also true. Yeah. <laughs> Let's analyze this some more. Chris, Chris Hansen is one of our most subtle performers. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's why To Catch a Predator bears so many rewatchings. I get a message from one of my heroes, and you get one from one of your worst enemies. <laughs> <laughs> Hodgman, you're from Brookline. Yes, that's true. And Nicole, you're from the East Coast, but you spent some time in Boston. Yep. <laughs> I think I, I, I've been here two or three times. Okay, got it. Yeah, uh, I have no idea where in Boston I've stayed, except we passed at Dunkin' Donuts, and I was like, that one looks familiar to me. <laughs> uh, but I do like the Garment District. It's this, like, big old thrift yes. store. Yeah, I fucking love it. Also, you people are so close. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're they're people who they they're just like have their on the stage. They, this is wild. They have their arms on the stage. I fucking love it. <laughs> this venue to me feels like the uh, a Galactic Senate from Episode One. <laughs> it's just got these various tiers. Episode One of what? Of star fair question. Uh, the Phantom Menace, the first Star Wars, ah. the Star Wars prequel. Yeah, man, my Quincy friends are gonna beat the shit out of you after this. <laughs> No, I gotta let it happen. <laughs> Raimondi and Scoop wouldn't do that. LD wouldn't participate in that. <laughs> wow. You have, you, have, you have a Micus lot of them down. Well, Micah's might. Yeah. Micah said, uh, yeah, well, <laughs> I've met Micah's a few times. I'm not sure if he remembers meeting me. I'll just, can I, can I say that? He's here tonight. Hi, Micah's. 
Jesus. It would be funny if he was sitting there being like, who is Mitch talking to? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, what the what fuck is, is this, this person? <laughs> <laughs> Don't be so impressed that he remembered their names. He probably remembers the names of all the bounty hunters from Empire Strikes Back as well. <laughs> <laughs> and which episode's that? Uh, five. Five. Ah. And uh, IG-88. IG-88, but that's a gimme. What that's do you a guys gimme. Sh- Wait, what? Uh, of course, IG-88, it's a gimme. You just said a bunch of mush. What did you say? There's one called Bosk, right? Bosk, yeah. Bosk, yeah, Bosk. Yeah. Bosk is good. That's He's kind right. of a lizard, right? Yeah, Bosk is the lizard man. Yeah. Wait, I, I, IG-88 is what is the robot bounty hunter from a Star Wars Episode Five. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course, they would say droid, but whatever. Right. It's fine, sure. Nick. Yeah. I feel like this is this conversation is a microcosm of the internet. Uh, three uh, men explaining Star Wars to a woman. And I'll I'll tell you something. I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, uh, so uh, Boston, a well-known food city. Hodgman is someone who. Are you sure? Isn't it? I don't know. You sound unsure. <laughs> I've been here a couple of times. I know it's reputation, but I want to get the opinion of some people who've maybe visited before. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. You, you think it's a great food of city? Of course, it's the best food city. I love Hi. how angry you are in your little hoodie. <laughs> of course it is! <laughs> wait, Mitch, can I just say I'm really excited about your movie because I can't wait for you to fuck so hard after. <laughs> like, you're going to find so much pussy after. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Ugh, the girls are going to be lining up around the corner being like, let me fuck that one. They're going to love it. Wait, where's your mom? Right over there. <laughs> I did promise before the show, I was like, I won't talk about dicks. And then I have it. <laughs> let the record show for the listener at home. Mike is blushing so hard he's bleeding from his eyes. <laughs> a Joe Biden moment up here. (laughs) Oh, very contemporary. Very contemporary. Is this my wine with ice in it? No. It is. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. But the ice melted. I'm sorry. Oh, boy. You doing all right? Yeah, I had to go to the bathroom before the show started. And I told you to do it. We told you to do it. I know, everyone told me to do it, but it's fine. Do you still have to use, have to go to the bathroom now? Yes, I'm we're using it. It's good. <laughs> this was American runs on Duncan, Spooman runs on Dookie. <laughs> the thing I hate most about that sentence is it's gonna end up on a shirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm already angry about it. Rightfully Everyone so. in this room has pre-ordered that shirt now. <laughs> Today's episode of Doughboys is brought to you by Helix. Wags, I've had a Helix mattress now for six years, maybe seven years. Wow. It's been a while. It was pre-pandemic. I know that much. Man. I know. And you know what? My sleep has greatly improved. I love my Helix mattress. It's like a cloud. Wally and Irma sleep in there together. They love it. They don't want to leave the bed. Cute. I don't want to leave the bed. Probably bad for you. You know what? Anytime I'm late here, blame it on Helix. Wow. I'm sleeping away. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. 
Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Everybody is unique, Wags, and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. Models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Plus, enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating at night, which is a problem for me. I heat up. Problem for me, too. And if your spine needs some extra TLC, they got you. Every Helix mattress has a hybrid design, combining individually wrapped steel coils in the base with premium foam layers on top. It's the perfect combination of comfort and support. Wags, I took the Helix sleep quiz and I was matched with a Moonlight Luxe mattress because I wanted something that felt nice and soft, just like me. Wow. And not only is the mattress the best you've ever slept on, but the setup was fast and easy, as you were telling me. Helix Mm -hmm. mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door for free. You know what? Ross Kimball helped me set it up. Good guy, Ross. Shout out to Ross. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty, depending on the model. And now Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash doughboys and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Helix Partner 2-0. Spoon Man, I've always struggled with finding time to manage my finances. At the end of a busy week podcasting, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money, and it does all of that for me. That's right, Wags. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, They'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. Wow. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you, Wags. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Bye-bye, Doughboys Double. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash doughboys. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, Mitch, I got something I really need to get off my chest. Let's hear it, Wags. What's up? I've been having problems. Oh, no. Well, Wags, we, we all carry around stressors, big and small. It's true, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively, like my problems. Well, therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Wags, what's on your chest? Let's see. Problems, issues, difficulties, struggles, the whole lot. Well, how do you feel getting them off your chest? A lot better. Well, Wags, you know what? It makes sense because anytime I use therapy, I feel better. Mm. It's like going to the gym for your mind. You get the gunk out. You feel better. 
It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Wags, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Doughboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Doughboys. Uh, Hodgman, what do, you, what do you think of Boston as a food city? Do you have any favorite spots here? Uh, they can be individual outlets. Uh, they can be ch- uh, small chains. Uh, well, you know, Boston is uh, uh, an interesting city in that it, um, it believes that it's a city. Mm. Wow. I grew up believing that it was a city. I grew up believing that walking down Newbury Street and going to Newbury Comics made me a man of the world. <laughs> Tower Records was, uh, you know, it was the most incredible place. It was Paris, practically. It's no longer there, as you know. And Boston has always had an incredible food scene when it comes to things like pizza and roast beef. Like... Un- unpretentious, awesome food. Yes. But then it's also had a very pretentious food scene for a long time, too. Mm, that's also of restaurants true. Trying, trying so hard to be a, a, like a New York restaurant. Mm, and, I, and I'm afraid that I was one of those awful children who, who wanted to go to a New York-style restaurant. That I didn't appreciate Boston food as it, as it was wow. when I was growing up. Now I do. Now I don't yell at me. I'm, I'm back. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> so there have always been very fine, fine restaurants, but, right. the, but the fine dining here has always been a little bit aspirational, I feel like, mm. whereas, whereas the, 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 the good places have always just been great. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes, yeah. I'm mad, though, too. I'm with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, like you said, the Kelly's Roast Beef was the chain Kelly's we almost Roast did. Kelly's Roast Beef, yep. Just the bar pizzas. You can get it, the pizzas. It came out. Pizzas. This was so that we were we were in line for our chain that we're, we're reviewing earlier, and you walked up with uh, with Dano. Shout out Dano out yeah. there. He was a hero tonight. Dano was a hero tonight. And your your accent, you have like code switched to Boston oh, so hard. It was your so accent was wild. coming out so strongly in front of Dano. It's true. It's we tr- thought you were a different man. I know. I was like, "What's up, fucking dorks? Thanks for waiting in line." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I came back. It's, it's the raspy voice that doesn't help, I don't think, either. I just sound like a scumbag, kind of. <laughs> um, one, of, one, of the, uh, the, one of the few... Of the, how long did we wait in line tonight? We were there... An hour and 15 minutes? An hour and 15 minutes. We should not have told you people where we were going. <laughs> Huge mistake. I don't think it was just that, but yeah, that didn't help. But yeah, I think from the time Hodgman and I arrived until we were done with the meal was like two hours and 45 minutes. Jesus. It was, a quite, it was quite a ordeal. I had a ordeal. great time. Every minute yeah. of it was fantastic. I had a lovely time. I got Same. to enjoy talking to Doughboys fans in the line. Mm-hmm. I was aghast when Nick started bad-mouthing them behind their backs. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally behind their backs complaining about their behavior <laughs> <at> <laughs> And then there was one bitch who walked up to the line and was like, you only know there's like eight tables in there. And I was like, bitch, why are you talking to us? <laughs> she was so fucking rude and like happy to be like, you're waiting for nothing. And I was like, go choke on a dick. Yeah. Like, uh-oh. <sighs> I said I wouldn't. 
Welcome, Nicole, welcome to Boston. A, t- a town populated by people who are worried you might be happy. <laughs> oh, I liked that. I've, I've never been happy. What, what do you guys, Mitch, you mentioned, uh, or Bar Pizza was mentioned... What are your guys' pizza favorites as we're about to get into to discussing this specific pizza restaurant? Like, what, how do you prefer your slice? How do you prefer your pie? Mitch, we'll start with you. We'll, we'll start with Mitch instead of the random person shouting something from the audience. Go ahead, Mitch. Yeah, maybe we'll start with someone on stage, right? <laughs> I'm Not cla- you people that Nick hates. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a classic cheese man, Nick. Mm. I like a cheese pizza. You That's like how I judge sauce. most pizzas, it's the cheese. Right. A large cheese. I like it to be large because I think it tastes better, not just because I want more of it, but I also do want more of it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, large cheese pizza, that's, that's to me, is that's, what, that's the test. Got it. Yeah. Nicole, favorite, favorite style of pizza, favorite topping combo? I also, I'm a cheese purist. Wow. Uh, and when I order it, I say, can I have extra cheese? Can you put so much that you think it's wrong and then add a little bit more? <laughs> and I'll put that in the comments on Postmates and they'll text me and be like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, you're feeding a sick woman. I want more cheese. Uh, I also like a white pizza uh, yeah. with like, you know. Ricotta, basil, mozzarella, uh, and then that shit we had tonight, that dipping shit. L- yum, the yum, Louis yum, sauce. Yum, yum. Or you called it juice, and I was like, the fuck? Oh. <laughs> or Louis juice? Louis juice. It is Louis juice. I like it. That juice is good for yeah, me. Yeah, I've got a lot to say when we review that. When we review the chain, I've got a lot to say about the juice. I should have waited. No, it's fine. I usually, it's I wake fine. up every morning, I have a glass of Louis juice. <laughs> It's olive oil and garlic <laughs> and crushed red pepper, I think. It's very oh, good. So yeah. good. Uh, Hodgman, pizza uh, prefs. Well, you know, I grew up eating New England pizza here in Boston, and the, the chain that we reviewed brought back a lot of feelings and memories. Mm. But I like a, f- a flat slice. Uh, I, I, like, uh, I like bubbles. I like the crust bubbles. Those mm. are important to me. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I, uh, you know, I agree with Mitch that the, uh, a small pizza is not the same as a large pizza. It doesn't For have the sure. same. It's, I mean, obviously it's not as large, but <laughs> as you have pointed out before, the ratio of ingredients is different and it's, and it's wrong somehow. Agreed. It's not quite, you know, you don't get the, field, the, the playing field of cheese and tomato sauce that you need. This may be extreme, but I think they should eliminate all small sizes. Wow. No more yeah. small teas. No more small t-shirts, no more small pizzas. Yeah. Medium and above, at least. Medium and above. Mm-hmm. The uh, mic, the mic, but I, I was reminded, however, today of the one small pizza that was actually okay. And it was the one that, I'm a, I was a very good boy. I grew up, I did all my homework. I'm an only child, a member of the Afraid of Conflict Super Smart Narcissist Club. Uh, I wanted to follow all the rules. I would go to the li- Brookline Public Library every day after school. And one time I was hungry, and I went to Village Pizza, and I ordered a small pizza, and I snuck it in the library, and I ate it all by myself while doing my homework, and it was the greatest pizza I've ever had in my life. I'll be chasing that pizza for the rest of my life. I love that you 
snuck pizza into a library. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, the reason I remember it so strongly was the feeling of transgression that I had at the time. Right. Yeah. It I seemed, really felt like I was doing something wrong. It seems like the fact that it's contraband is more of a factor than that it's small. I yeah. didn't know you couldn't bring food to the library. Right. Whereas I just presumed this must be illegal. Mm. To be and honest with you, I only use the library for eating. <laughs> <laughs> Don't read. I know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> the, fa the fact that I was not immediately punished and sent to library jail for this <laughs> opened a realm of ambiguity in my life that has haunted me ever since. Well, do you take food with you to other places you're not supposed to bring food? W like what? A movie theater. Y yeah, I well, now love bringing full meals to the movies. Yeah. Wh what do you bring in What's and how do you take it? I love bringing Taco Bell to the movies. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I like that. Uh, and like a full bottle of wine. It is a great time. That's just, fantastic. Do you just put all that in a handbag? How do you get it into the theater? Yeah, a handbag or like a little mini backpack with rhinestones. So they're oh, like, she's wow. playful. Do you, <laughs> do you match the wine to the movie? Like, let's uh, say you're going to go see episode one, The Phantom Menace. What would you bring? <laughs> Oh boy, what would I bring to that fun time? Uh, probably a bottle of vodka. Uh, and Correct. Truly black out. <laughs> I'm just not interested. You know what I don't like? What? I don't like people that bring their own homemade popcorn to the movies. Wow. You know, I if get you could get. That. If you You're could being get... cheap and stupid. Yes. You have delicious popcorn there. Mm. If you could get in trouble for that, I'd rat out every person I saw who did it. Shouldn't be able to bring that stuff in. It's bullshit. Get the buttery, delicious popcorn there. You don't like popcorn, Nick. I don't love popcorn, and also, like, you I... You say popcorn weird. Yeah, this is... And I feel like we've had this conversation We may before. have. Popcorn. Popcorn. Which also, I think people in Boston might be like, he does say it weird. I don't know if it's... <laughs> no. I don't know if it's a Boston thing or what. Right. Yeah. Is, well, we're is. here. Is it a Boston thing? Wow. Okay. Who's to say? <laughs> when you you said you said pizza earlier. That's right. How do you pronounce tuna fish? Tuna fish. <laughs> not only I'm from Boston, but I'm not well read. I didn't ask you to say that because I wanted to humiliate you. It's only that I, I, love, I love the Boston accent so much. And even though I grew up here, I cannot speak in it. Mm, and yes. I feel like a human without a country. Someone was just playing, saying Brookline. They said it's because of Brookline, but I don't think Brookline? that's true. Yeah. Brookline, yeah, it has, no, it has no accent. Is that true? It has no personality whatsoever. Interesting. <laughs> You can sneak a pizza into the library in Brookline. That's a kind of wild town. The Coolidge Corner Movie House still has real butter on their popcorn. Oh, that's wow. cool. That's what I miss. And what I miss, I, I guess the, the, the pizza place next to the Coolidge now is pretty good. Yeah, and Auto Pizza across the street from Portland, or, uh, Portland Maine. But there used to be Alan Tony's. When I worked at the Coolidge... Alan Tony's made a Caesar salad that the most garlicky dressing I've ever tasted, and I think about it probably twice a week. You worked at the Coolidge? Yeah, of course. The movie I did. theater? Yeah. Wow, what was your job? Uh, everything. I ripped tickets, I served popcorn, I windexed the popcorn. 
container. Oh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Do you like clean the inside of it with Windex? Yeah, of course. There was nothing like the smell of hot Windex. At the end of the <laughs> I too was a movie. I was a movie man. I worked yeah. at Brain. At Braintree Cinema. I worked at Braintree Cinema. Yeah. Yeah. Were you in a situation where you had to wear a special vest or something or a little bow tie? I or? had to wear a T-shirt with a, a cartoon popcorn on the back of it. That's cute. And I remember kids from high school. I was a senior. I, did, I remember kids came to see American Pie 2, and I was, like, in that T-shirt. I was like, this sucks. <laughs> I look like a loser. Well, you know what, Mitch? Now you're a different kind of movie man. Wow, yeah. Nick. Whoa. Thanks, Nick. Nick, we're both, we both are, we come from train families as well. What? What did you what? say? All right, that is weird. What? What did you say? We come come from, from train, train families? Family? Oh, you're going to bring up this anecdote again. My dad worked for the MBTA. Yes. Um, in a building right over there. I, lo I, love, the, I love the fact that this or crowd... There worked so hard to muster up a woo for the Red Sox. <laughs> like, Nick had said, when I, you know, my, my opening is going to be a little pandering tonight. I'm sorry. I wish I had told you that, like, you should have gone with a different team. <laughs> you should have gone Celtics or, or Patriots. You don't, you don't think the Red Sox is a generational well, thing? Well, no, it's just the Red Sox are on television right now. If people want to, want to see the Red oh, Sox, that's they wouldn't a good be in this point. room. <laughs> These are podcast nerds who don't care. That's true. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. But there was a there was just such more energy in the woo for the MBTA. <laughs> <laughs> My dad worked for the MBTA. Yes. <laughs> all right. Now, if you were committed, you would all do a standing ovation uh -huh. right now. <laughs> do it again. Do it again. My dad worked for the MBTA. Wow. I like. <laughs> this is amazing. I like looking into the crowd of the people who are like, I will not. Yeah. Because there was a no, certain I see you right change down there. that like, no way. some people's faces. Yeah. They're like, fuck that. This is the last time I ever listened to this podcast. <laughs> they like uh, public transport. No. I wish my dad was here to watch this today, but I was thinking about this a little bit. But um, uh, I also thought about how fucking confused he'd be <laughs> yes, if I yeah. was like... Dad, I have a job. And he'd be like, I'm so proud of you. And he's like, what is that job? And I'd be like, I eat fast food and talk about it. And he'd be like, what the fuck? It would be like a Twilight Zone episode for him. Yeah, right. I'm playing the Wilbur and I'm eating fast food, father. <laughs> he'd be so mad. <laughs> Love you, Dad. Sorry. <laughs> Why did you say I, I, we said we both come from train families? You're talking about my great grandfather. Yeah, your great, great grandfather, grandfather walked in front of a train. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my great great grandfather committed uh, suicide by slow moving train while a crowd of onlookers shouted no. Wait, really? Yeah. Yes. And you thought that was a nice, fun thing to bring up? <laughs> we both come from. Train families! <laughs> My God, you fucking nightmare! I'll tell you, when Mike Mitchell puts the knife in, you don't see it coming. It's subtle. He does it with a smile, but it goes so deep. It goes deep and it finds your heart, and that's My the fucking God. Boston way. <laughs> 
See, that's how you pander to Bostonians, cater to their cruelty. Mm. <laughs> so Regina Pizzeria Yay! has been around since 1926. We hit up the, the location that Mitch insisted on, uh, with good reason, the original North End location. That's right. Uh, and our uh, your your buddy Dano, who I consider a buddy, came along. No, you don't get to say that. All right, fine. Your friend only Dano, who That's I've right. seen a few times, came along. Uh, and so we uh, we sat. We we had, you know, we mentioned that we had a, a lengthy wait with some. Uh, you know, we talked to a number of fans in line, mm-hmm. and it, it was a, a lovely experience. And then we got in there. We had a table for five. You went on. You and Dano went on an errand that was show related. You returned about forty five minutes later. We got inside there and we sat down in a booth for five. That's right. And we had. Uh, I guess let's just get into our order. I mean, who's had this before? And Hodgman, I know you've had it before. Nicole, you've never, never had it. Never in my life. I've had it once. And the Pizzeria Regina that I had growing yes. up was more suburban. I think that I have been to the one in the North End, mm-hmm. but mostly I was getting it like when we would come in to go to, you know, Quincy Market, Faneuil Hall, mm-hmm. or getting it from Alston or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who, by the way, who says it, uh, Regina Pizzeria? Who says it, Regina Pizzeria? Hashtag the right way. Who says? Who says it, uh, Pizzeria, Pizzeria Regina. Regina? Hashtag the Boston way. Yeah, baby. There you go. I never knew until tonight that it was Regina Pizzeria. That's its official name. The well, the website is Regina who's, Pizzeria. Who's, who's going to tell them they're wrong? Yeah, exactly. Wait, why does it fucking matter? <laughs> Shh, quiet. They can't hear that. It matters a lot. I mean, it's two words. You just say them how you feel. Oh, it's good content. Okay, all right. I'm sorry. I'm uh, sorry. So Dano told me that my intro would be on the napkin, and... The napkin has a lot of facts mm-hmm. about Regina Pizzeria. I just uh-huh. pulled one out of my back pocket here. Uh, since 1926, it's drenched, the North End tradition. by the way. What? The napkin's drenched. <laughs> Suggesting I soiled myself? <laughs> Wait a minute. He can't soil himself. He's a computer. You can't have it both ways. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> Get your bit straight. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, so they just have a bunch of different information on here. They just lie, they, they, they talk about the four generations of the family that have been running it. Uh, they talk about the crust, the sauce, Could the cheese, and the toppings. Could you do this any more disrespectfully? <laughs> 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 they you say some bullshit about some, some shit about this family <laughs> restaurant has been around for a while. I guess people anyway, like this. Anyway, yeah, happy. fucking whatever. Uh, official, it says here, official pizza of the Red Sox. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Papa Gino's guy. (laughs) Remember by reading off my shirt. Um, So, a lot of information there. We sat down and our server was uh, did a great job. And we ordered. Let's just get into it. We got Mitch. You're a cheese man. We got a 16 inch cheese pizza. Mm -hmm. We got a 16 inch pizza with. I don't know why I'm saying it's 16 inch. Large. Yes. It says 16 inch on the receipt. I'm reading the itemized receipt. I like hearing inches. Okay, fine. <laughs> Not my favorite topic. <laughs> <laughs> we got a 16 inch with pepperoni and white onions, and this was. You, how did you order it, Mitch? Well done? Well, well done. done. That comes from my. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't give out my home address. <laughs> well, see you on the <laughs> everybody. 
Should let, well, I guess let's just start there, and then we can get to, into these specialty pizzas a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, what did what did you guys? Uh, Mitch, your th- this is your favorite order. This is your go to order. The cheese pizza and then the pepperoni with with onions, well done, is yes. delicious. Yeah, I think it's a great uh, example of what that place does. So that's yeah, I think it's great. It's it, I think it's an A plus pizza. What do you love about it? I don't know. It tastes great. <laughs> Got it. And at what point did this become? Hang, yeah. Hang on. Hang on, Mitch. Uh huh. We're here in Boston, your hometown, Quincy specifically. Mm-hmm. We're not in Quincy, but you know what I mean. We're talking about your favorite pizza in the world. You, yeah. Your profession is doing a podcast about That's right. chain restaurants. Like when Nick emailed me saying, do you want to come up and, and do the Wilbur and do Boston? Mm-hmm. That was an automatic yes, because I love you guys. And then when I learned that it was Pizzeria Regina, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is the one. This is the, the thing that's all been building up towards. Yes. Right? Friend of your podcast, Griffin Newman, host, co-host of Blank Check, is a big fan of your oh, yeah. podcast. Great, great guy. Texts me on the chain saying, you're in Boston tonight? I'm like, yeah. And, he's, and he said, what are you reviewing? I said, Pizzeria Regina. He said, I don't know if I could handle that weight, man. Wow. <laughs> he could. Yeah. yeah. I'll remind you that your, your mother is here and uh, other family members. And my, and my oldest friend, Damon Graff, is in the wings. We met when we were three right. years old when I moved to Brooklyn. Three years old, right? Yeah, yeah that's wow. right. So when we ask you to say <laughs> what you like about Pizzeria Regina, this punchline that you've been building up to for how many, 200 episodes? 200? Yeah. 200 some odd episodes? Mm-hmm. May I, as your friend and supporter, ask you to dig a little bit deeper than it tastes good? <laughs> I'll elaborate. It's fantastic. <laughs> fair. Fair enough. Look, it's the crust. The dough is fresh. It bubbles up. Yes. You got the bubbles in some part. Yes. It's that br- the oven, the brick oven. I don't know. It's an oven. Yeah. It's a brick there oven. There is an oven. I'm yeah, sure of it. It's a pizza oven. Is it wood, fi- wood fired? It's wood. Uh, or coal fired? Uh, uh, Nick, where did that Nick napkin go? Napkin. You, you told us, speaking of the ovens, you told us a rumor that was so clearly <laughs> bullshit, but you were worried it might be true. Who, who, tell, tell us what your friend told you about the ovens. It's my, it wasn't my friend. It was my friend's dad. It's, one, it's, it's my, one, one of my best friends ever, Justin Kiley. Hi, Justin. His dad told me that it was a Nazi oven. <laughs> They burn well. We should get them. <laughs> what was that? Too soon? That was a good joke. <laughs> wow. Such an obvious, my uncle works at Nintendo tier lie. That you were honestly, you were like, I don't want to tell you guys this because it might be true. That you're so worried about it. I was when scared. Were you, when were you told this? Recently. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was going to be like as a child. No, I think it was within this year. Justin. Justin, was it this year? No. Yeah. Hey, Justin. What's up, Kylie? How you doing? Wow. Wait. Let the really? record show 
I didn't want this news to get out. (laughs) Let the record show, if you couldn't hear it, I have not met Justin, and I fear him. (laughs) He's a great guy. He seems like a great guy. I just need to highlight that he said, he pronounced swastika, swastikert. (laughs) I love Justin. Also, that's your best friend. He's all the way up there. You're a fucked up friend. (laughs) You couldn't get him down here. You fucked up. I apologized to him. He did say he was a nosebleed, and I said, sorry. He says, no problem. Go get him. Yeah. Justin's amazing. I'm not, I hope you understand, and don't murder me. I'm just pointing, there's a little known thing about the Boston accent, which is ending words that end with an A and giving them a little R on the turn at the end, like tuner fish. Yeah. That's all. I so, oh, swat sticker or something. Swat sticker is what I heard. <laughs> it also, in different countries, that can mean a different thing. I don't think it's, I don't think it. Oh, no. Oh, Mitch. Oh, no. no you didn't have to right. go down this road. No, you were right. Well, actually, the swastika is an ancient symbol. symbol. <laughs> Thank you, Nicole. It, I believe it uh, originated in India. I'm not completely sure. Someone said yes. You are correct. Thank you. And look, you're the only people who will ever hear this. You song, Emma, you edit this shit out. <laughs> you song gave me the thumbs up. Thank yeah, you. You can edit my joke. You song and Emma didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> Make it, make it, edit it out, and then send me the tape so I can send it to Dave Matthews. <laughs> uh, oh, God, I don't know what you said. I don't want to know. This is how what? boomer Facebook memes get started. Some baseless rumor. Yeah, also I heard that Pizzeria Regina has a child trafficking ring in the basement. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein was at a table with IG-88 and Bosk. <laughs> uh, I, will, I will give my thoughts. And, and, and on the cheese pizza. Wow. Your favorite I, order at Comet Ping Pong. All right, come on. Cheese, pe- I, 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 you know, cheese pizza is not my favorite. I usually like some toppings, although good cheese is a good baseline for evaluating a pizza uh, place's quality. I had the cheese pizza once before when we went to Pizzeria Regina. I think it would have been more of a reveal if this was the first time I'd had it, but I understand that this is a place you're very protective of. You wanted me to have multiple experiences, so you took me on a prior occasion when we were reviewing the chain. Mm -hmm. Um, What are you doing? This cheese pizza... The slice you personally selected for me to have. This is true. That was the best slice of cheese pizza I've ever eaten. Oh my God. I'm gonna tear up. That's all I ever wanted from this podcast. (laughs) Really? It was... It's delicious. Uh, every observation you made is correct. Yeah, the, the, the portion cheese is great. I love that it has a little char to it. Yeah. I, it's got, like, the, gr- the great amount of dough. It's, like, thin but not too thin. Uh, and, and, like, the little bit of crust, you, 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 you dip it in that Louis sauce. It, it, it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful way to finish out your slice. Yeah, it, it's, it's great. The cheese pizza there is great. And it's, it, it's, it's greasy but not too greasy. Greasy but not too greasy, absolutely. <sighs> and, I, and I think that, that pepperoni with white onions, you know, not the combo I would get, but they're, they clearly... Fuck. 
I'm saying trying your order. I, I think this was a this was a very good execution of that, and I and I, and I think that that you know the uh, loaded with pepperoni. They're not skipping on the pep, which uh-huh. I which I very much appreciate. No way. Um. So yeah, both those both those pizzas I thought were were dynamite. Um. Hodgman, Nicole, any thoughts on those two uh, those two large pizzas? Would you like to go first? Sure. I mean, yes. All right. Here's what I'll. <laughs> Here's, here's what I'm going to say. We have not brought up the other small pizzas that we got, which was a, a, a vegetarian... Spin- I was using that. Oh, I'm Thank sorry. You were using this as a reference. I changed tab to get the descriptions. <laughs> you, you had a, we got a vegetarian, a veg- uh, which is the prima, vegetarian, vegetarian primavera. primavera, which is mozzarella, mushrooms, peppers, onions, black olives, fresh basil, marinated tomatoes, and artichoke hearts. We also got a white, uh, 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 excuse me, a white pizza, four cheese Bianco pizza, and then the jambata. That was me. I got the jambata. And yeah, do you want to read the jambata description? Right. Well, it's pepperoni, regina sausage, salami, mushrooms, peppers, onions, fresh basil, mozzarella cheese, anchovies upon request. I did request. (laughs) They call it their finest creation. And those three small pizzas, and it may simply be the curse of the small pizza, underwhelmed me. Yeah. Yes, I agree. They were overloaded with things. It was my fault because I ordered this jambata, which is like, let's throw everything on there. And it was a little bit soggy. It was delicious, but it was just, it was underwhelming. Yeah, and it, it sometimes happens with that veggie-heavy pizza, is that it's just like it gets the it moisture kind of... Yeah, and, exactly. And too, and too uh, oh, God. <laughs> I'm sweating. <laughs> Do you have to shit? Now, <laughs> I, we begged you to go to the bathroom before the show. And now I feel it's like Chekhov's gun. You have to go off before the show ends. Because you are loaded. What a nightmare to sit in the toilet in front of everyone, my family and friends and my hometown. Right. Just yeah. sit in a toilet in the center of the stage. You're... I think your, I can your, do it. Your mom is already in the wings watching you. You might as well right. bring this to full nightmarish <laughs> fruition. Okay, you think but, you could do it, by yeah, the way? Yeah, I think it'd be all right. With everyone watching you? I'd be a little embarrassed, but I could, if I had to do it, like, I could do it. I wouldn't want to. It wouldn't be my preference. What, to take a shit in front of friends and family? If I would we had, do it. Yeah, I think I'd do it, yeah. No questions asked. I, if I'd even have to go, I'd say, you want to watch? Like, I would, <laughs> I, yeah, that's a good time. Uh, Nicole, your pizza thoughts, and, and we can open it up to, to everything at this point. Um, I thought the cheese pizza was probably one of the best slices of cheese pizza that I've had. It was really so good. Yeah. fucking good. The dough was great. There was like a crunch to it. There was like enough cheese that I was satisfied, but it wasn't super overwhelming. Um, I did love that fucking juice. That was good. The Louis juice is great. The Louis juice was good. And then there was a fucking ladle of other juice. What yep. was that? That's like olive oil and hot pepper that comes yeah. on almost every table. That was so good. Uh, and then I don't usually go for onions on pizza, but I was like, let's fucking do it. And it was good. <laughs> I really, I liked it. It was a really great combination. I agree. The little pizzas, I think they were trying to do a little too much on the little pizzas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, maybe if they were large, they would have been better. But it did feel they could, super, they could, could be super overwhelming. But the, yeah. the formaggio blanchio. The, the white pizza, yeah. The four What's it really called? Was I close? You were formaggio close, yeah, yeah. Blanchio. I think you basically formaggio got it. Formaggio blanchio? <laughs> oh, now you can't find the tab. I closed the tab. Why so did pe- I do that? You were so what quick to go to the tab before. Why did you close the tab? Yeah, I don't you- know. It's okay. Go, 
Hold on. Here, you can read on the itemized receipt. It's the four cheese Bianco. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought that one was really good. I love that one. The size. Uh, I didn't taste your vegetable one because mushrooms are not for me. And then I didn't taste the anchovy one because anchovies are the devil. <laughs> uh, too salty for not a good time. <laughs> I, I anchovies are obviously a, a, a dividing point for people. Mm-hmm. Some people yes. Some people. Most people know. Um, but I think an anchovy cooked into a pizza is the greatest flavor I've ever had in my mouth. Wait, wow. Really? The greatest flavor you've ever had in your mouth? In, 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 in pizza and food well, terms. Well, I mean, I'm talking about food terms. Yeah, all right. Who, who out there likes anchovies? Hashtag canchovy. What the hell? Lord. Me too. This is insane to me. Yes. I don't know my Boston people. This is fucked up. I, I will say that I, I I agree. You were right to pass up that veggie one because it was the the least good of. Uh, it's the one I ordered. I admittedly, and it was the least good of the pizzas. The, the I like the white pizza quite a bit. Right, I like the Bianco. Good. I thought that was very good. And the the anchovies work. For, I mean, I'm an anchovy fan. I'll take them. I like how salty they are. I like how fishy they are. Oh, thank you, Double Reed. I'm so glad to be on Team Anchovy <laughs> with you. Hashtag Canchovy. Amen. Are, are anchovies... What's the anti-anchovy? Can't, uh, can't chovy or can the anchovy? Oh, boy. Uh, can-novy? <laughs> oh, that Jesus not, Christ. That was not an option. <laughs> I, I, I like can-chovy. I grew up eating Pizzeria Regina. I have a very deep, fond memory of it. My memory of it was that the, the, the sauce was a, was a very deep red color. Mm, mm. And that there was a, almost a perfect balance of cheese and, and, and flecks of burnt pe- material and bubbliness and this flat, beautiful field. And I, I've thought about it many, many times. It's been years since I've had it. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll say that this original location, which I, I flashed memory to going to when I was a little kid, this pizza, which is the authentic original place, is a little bit different than the sort of suburban sure. places where mm. I've gotten it. I used the, to go to the, the South Sewer Plaza was the one I used to go to a bunch when I was younger. There was, it, used, it used to have a sit-down restaurant at one point with, yeah. the, with an oven and everything. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they was always the have ovens. Of pizza, Fuck. Was the quality of the pizza different? It was good. No, that one was good when it was like the actual sit-down restaurant. It was, it was mm. good. Right. You know and what then the went to the food is, court. The good ones have the Nazi ovens. Oh, I, God. I will, I will say that even though these pizzas at the original, this original location were a little bit lumpier, a little bit more misshapen, a little bit more authentic and wood-fired than yes. what I remembered, mm. that sauce has a very distinct flavor profile. It's deep, it's complex, it's fruity that I have not tasted anywhere else before or since. Wow. It brought me right back to childhood and sent me straight forward to the future because nostalgia is a to- toxic impulse. And... <laughs> I, and I thought everything was in perfect balance. And I will also say that their condiments are impeccable. They have the garlic, the oregano, the, uh, the salt, the pepper, which is really important to me uh-huh. on a pizza. It's not for everyone, but I really love black pepper on a pizza. All, all on the table. You don't have to go up to a counter to get things yeah, that's and huge. share with anybody else. Yeah. They bring, as you pointed out, Nicole, this enormous carafe of olive oil with uh, infused with hot chili peppers, which is amazing. So fucking good. And then, off the menu, you order the Louis juice, which sounds pornographic, but 
is is what was so strange. Weiger about it got to something me. to go before I knew what it was. <laughs> Can you fill up my big gulp, please? <laughs> Give it to me direct from the source. It's, <laughs> uh, Louis here. <laughs> Is this the real Louis or a stand-in Louis? Because I can tell the difference, believe me. But this was, as you say, olive oil and garlic and oregano, like infused in little, in little plastic cups, but it was more than that. And mm. when you had that to dip the crust into, like it was, it was a spectacular experience. You've calmed my nerves quite a bit. And I will say this, I cannot in good conscience say that the slice of cheese pizza, while exemplary, was the best slice of cheese pizza I've ever had. Wow. Well, well where because is the best slice you've ever had? Brookline Public Library, 1986. <laughs> Fair enough. But I will say, without reservation, that the pepperoni and white onion pizza, well done, is the best slice of pizza I've ever had in my life. Wow! wow! Wow. wow! And I am not <sighs> I am not pandering <clears throat> to you or Boston, <sighs> even though I'm better at it than Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I made a note of it. I said pepperoni and onion among the greatest slices. I changed <sighs> it now. The best slice. It was the company could not have been greater. The and Dano too. Dan oh my god, Dano was a prince. Dano left. The, yeah. Dano left before the pizzas D came. Dano left because we had we've had we've had a crazy whirlwind, uh, and I'll let you finish your your, your thoughts, husband. But no, uh, no, uh, we had a crazy whirlwind, and we ended up with the Mitch had the you had all the merch that we were selling tonight. That's in, right. Da, in Dano's car. Yep. Dano left to take the didn't have a slice of pizza to take the merch. To the venue. That's right. So that it would be here in time while we sat there uh, and, uh, and ate pizza. That's right. But before Dano left, he said, do one thing for me. Take a couple of pepperonis, wrap them up in some leftover crust, run them through the spicy oil, and enjoy that for me. And I did it. And it's the best sandwich I've ever had. Wow. Wow. It was amazing. Dano, you're a hero. He is. He's great. Also, uh, can we just talk about how you were packing up the pizza? Yeah, this became a point of contention <laughs> at the oh end. Oh, boy. I just didn't understand why you were trying to stack them on top of each other, and you were letting all them touch, and you were touching all the ones that didn't need to be touched. And <laughs> you said that you wasn't the problem. You were throwing crust everywhere, and it was just, <laughs> It was so wild, I couldn't believe it. So... I've never met, I'm a big fan of Nicole's from the, the, from the podcast and her Bloody own comedy. Also, I have a book called Medallion Status coming out October 15th. <laughs> but we had oh never met, God. even though I'm a fan, I, we had never met before. Someone just, you don't have to yell it again, I acknowledged you. Someone just yelled, nailed it. Truly, if you feel it, I'll hear it. <laughs> I, it is the bane of my existence. I don't understand why people yell it at me. I was fucking there. <laughs> you, sir, are my enemy. I fucking hate you. Guess what? <laughs> you, yell, you yelled, nailed it, but you screwed it. <laughs> so it's just a little uh, handyman humor. <laughs> We've never, but though I am a fan, we had never met before. 
And I feel like we had a real moment of connection and clarity about who we were mm -hmm. as the evening drew, drew to a close. And a, we ordered more pizza than we so could much pizza. possibly stomach. We ordered five pizzas. And I saw, yes. and what I saw was five pizza trays with about a third of a pizza on each, mm -hmm. and then each one rounded out by dead skeletons of crusts. And I was like, this cannot stand. We have to separate these crusts from these pizzas immediately. We need to get everything together, organized, and cataloged as soon as possible, because this is chaos and I cannot handle it. So I'm like, let me get all of these uneaten pizzas onto this tray and get all of these uneaten crusts off to this tray, and I was following my own psychosis, and mm -hmm. as I was doing it, I didn't realize I was triggering your psychosis. <laughs> yes, because you laid one slice on top of another slice, and I was like, the slices can't mix. Right. Separate but equal. You know, they cannot be together like that. It's not right. <laughs> <laughs> but that was my last... Nicole, that was my last maneuver. I know. So I don't want you to say that I was playing pizza Jenga I, out there. No, you, you weren't. I was, it truly I was, was that I last I was nestling them in me. carefully. I was trying very hard to recreate a whole pizza. And there was one left over, and I put it on top of another slice. I didn't feel great about it. But you did it. I have a confession. I, too, was mad. <laughs> Internally, I just went, as you did it. And then I was like, he's our guest. He came here to do this show for us as a favor. Don't yell at him about the pizza. And, and I felt crazy when I was like, stop it! <laughs> and you didn't, you didn't stick up for me being crazy. You should have said, me too, Nicole, me too. I, I would have been right. like, ah, oh, us fat people. You left her together. in the wind. <laughs> but, now, but now we know. What time is it? 11.13? So now we, now we know that the half-life on Mitch's... Anger. <laughs> the expression of the greatest offense he can possibly imagine, which is mistreating Regina's pizza, is about five hours. <laughs> he will hold it in just like his own poop for five hours <laughs> rather than take care of himself and get it out. Uh, I'm, so, I'm so sorry to both of you. I apologize. It's okay. Thank you. I don't know if I accept your apology. Come on, you can. Oh, I do. I accept your apology. That was so easy. I wasn't really paying attention but I, I, to what was happening with that situation, but I, I'm with Hodgman. Uh, well, because do you, you stack pizza on top of pizza? Um, but then it gets in the refrigerator, and then it's stuck together, and then what happens? Oh, yeah, no, I'm not, no. Yeah, you can't. Okay. But that wasn't, that was the last, I don't want to go revisit this, but that was, <laughs> you were mad from the beginning, and what were you mad at specifically? What did I do wrong? So I don't, do this again because I like you. Uh, wow. <laughs> wow. Do you want to know really what my issue was? Is that I didn't want anyone touching the pizza. I want it myself. <laughs> it was a territory thing, strictly. Right. Oh, okay. I went to like a bulldog mode. Right. And I was I moving into ownership mode yes. of this pizza. Like, yeah. I'll decide how to arrange this pizza. And you're like, that's mine. Yes. Right. That's okay. exactly what it was. That's fine. And then you did put it on top of another slice of pizza. I got very mad yeah, at that. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, that pizza's backstage, and you can eat it tonight, and, and when you do, you'll know I touched every one of those. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
guys, we got to get to our we got to get to our uh, final thoughts on on Regina Pizzeria, Pizzeria Regina. Excuse me. So let's go. We'll go down the line. We'll start with you, Hodgman. Uh, I, I, you've been you've been very uh, colorful in your description of your experience. Um, let us know your closing argument and give us your fork scores, zero to five forks. Uh, you're up, Hodgman. Oh God. Well, I don't. I mean, I I I may have put the cart before the horse in saying that the pepperoni and onion slice was the greatest piece of pizza I've had in my life, but I stand by it, and I don't wow. know, I don't know how I could give it less than five forks. Wow! <laughs> Nicole Byer. I had a wonderful time. I didn't mind waiting the amount of time I waited because the food was fucking worth it. I'm going to give it 10 forks. <laughs> I really fucking loved it. Yeah, it It's great. the best pizza that I've had that's like not deep dish. It was so fucking good. Wow. I will allow it. Oh, yay. Uh, Mike Mitchell, the Spoon. I think we know what you're going to say, but but please give us your, your thoughts on, on Pizzeria Regina. Yeah, Why this is so meaningful yeah, Remember you. that this is for posterity, <laughs> that this is a chance for you to express yourself. There's an old nursery rhyme. Okay. I love where this is going. Pizza, pizza, pizza pie. If you eat it, you will die. If you die, I will cry. Pizza, pizza, pizza pie. If I were to die after that slice of pizza, I'd be the happiest man alive. Wow. And I would cry. And you would cry. Wait, is that a real nursery rhyme? Welcome, it's like a, it's a welcome real... Welcome to Boston. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's favorite food as a kid. Pizza, pizza, you're gonna die. Like, Boston's fucked up. I like it. <laughs> and it's not, it's obviously not because we're worried about obesity. It's mostly that we're worried about people having pleasure. <laughs> we got new 2XL and XL shirts. They were gone instantly, I heard. Yeah. Still plenty of smalls and mediums available, so. <laughs> Pizzeria Regina, it's just a staple. It's, a, it's been around for almost 100 years. The ingredients in the pizza represent the best in the city of Boston. And I know a lot of people give shit to this city, and I love this city. And I think that the pizza represents the people. It's five forks for me. Wow. It's easy to say. I'm not pandering. It's the best pizza I've ever eaten in my entire life. It's not a lie. And I've eaten a lot of pizza, Nick, as you know. Right. That's the, that's the best. We all know. <laughs> what you just said was the best pizzeria Regina napkin I've ever read. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Nick, you're up. You I can ruin this if you want. As I mentioned, it was a three-hour experience from when we arrived to when we were done. It's their fault. It's not just, it wasn't just Doughboys fans. Yes, it was. You already don't like them. I, liked, I like our fans. I don't understand them, shout but out I to, like them. Shout out to John and Stephanie who offered to let us cut, but we could not do it. That's right, shout we did not their, cut. Yes. Their, their, uh, their line companions, who, uh, one of whom was a big fan of Nicole's podcast, uh, called Why, Why Won't You Date Me? Thank you. We did not cut. I was proud of that. We didn't cut. No, we waited. Uh, and um, it, was, it was a lengthy experience. And 
was it worth it? That's what I'm weighing. In a vacuum, no, but God, this place is important to my friend Mitch. And John, John Hodgman said, I like you. Mitch, I love you. Wait. And to share this experience Am with I you. Am I truly sick? It's <laughs> <laughs> happening. Mitch, cross, cross we're faith. reviewing your favorite pizzeria because you're about to die. Yeah. <laughs> you're... You're the in way. a movie, Mitch. You got cast in a movie. This is Mitch. We have a big show for you here in Boston. The, w- the way this should end is we should crossfade now to Mitch in the booth at Pizzeria Regina with ambulance lights flashing on his face. As, as he dies from a heart attack. This is his, this is his final. It's like the end of Brazil. This is your fantasy. You got cast in a Chris Pratt movie and Nick loves you. <laughs> <laughs> also, I, I couldn't... <laughs> I couldn't make eye contact when I said I love you, so I still clearly have work to do on myself, but that's not beside the point. I was going to say this. This place is important to you. We went a couple of times... Uh, the first time we went, I loved it. And I, and I didn't tell anyone uh, what I thought. And I didn't really even tell you. I just was, you, you sort of... You acted that normally. Right. But I acted normally. And uh, this visit, I loved it. It's, it's delicious. It's great. In the interest of this podcast, I would like to visit another location and see how it stacks up as a chain. But for the purposes of this tour, we've been going to one location and evaluating the food at that place as a representation of the chain as a whole. And as far as Pizzeria Regina's food that was presented to us tonight, as far as this pizza stacks up amongst the other chain food we've had, welcome to the Platinum Plate Club, Regina Pizzeria. Five forks! Wow! I was wearing it the whole time. Mitch took off his Belichick hoodie to reveal a Regina Pizzeria t-shirt. It should say Platinum Play Club. That would have been cool. Instead, there's just titty sweat. By the way, everyone's saying, I didn't there's know it's no Pizzeria Regina. It says oh, there's the... not? No. Oh. <laughs> well, red is a good color to uh, disguise that, because you are soaking. <laughs> uh, it says the chain in the right order. It says the chain's name in the right order on the T-shirt. It says Regina Pizzeria. Oh, someone gave it to me. I wore it. It's fine. Uh, guys, uh, that was our review of Regina Pizzeria. It's time for a Ooh. segment. We've got a food stuff and a beverage, and we're going to decide if you should put it in your mouth and or pour it down your throat. It's drink or stank or snack or whack. You song and Emma bringing this stuff wow. out. Mitch, uh, you and the great Dano procured all of this for us in advance That's right. of the show. Let us know what we're about to be tasting. We got two things here. One, from ba- basically the last Brigham's, the ice cream powder and Quincy. I bought three raspberry lime rickies. 
and I poured them into this weird thermos that my mom found in the basement. Um, Wait, what is a Ricky? Don't know. My... <laughs> Uh, that, uh, oh wait, what? we should put ice in it first, and then also me and Dano went. This is a this is a a, a a a a big competition between these two places: Modern Pastry and Mike's Pastry. The two sides. We're gonna say which one's better. Modern. A lot of people say modern. Um, another thing about this raspberry lime, Ricky. I asked Dieter. Dieter works at the ice cream parlor. Shout out to Dieter. I said, Dieter, I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this in a thermos, and uh, I'm, we're going to drink it later on stage. I said, if I add just a little soda water to it, will that be okay? And he said, oh, no. He said, it's going to taste awful. And he said, it will be flat, and it won't taste good. But that will be for us to decide. This looks to me, as Nicole is pouring it out of this thermos that you brought into these uh, red Solo cups, it looks completely melted. Am it's I wrong? not ice cream. It's it, a drink. Isn't it kind of a granita? No, it's, uh, a, it's a drink. Oh, uh, okay. A, a lime ricky is a combination of fresh lime juice, soda water, and sugar. And then raspberry, it's a raspberry so syrup or raspberry yep. flavor that's added. Hodgman nailed and it. And I remember having this at Brigham's when I was Am a kid. Am I putting club soda you, in these? I think you can taste it, and then if you think you need to add club soda, you can. Is it not currently Did your carbonated? Did you wash that before you poured it? I washed it myself. Okay. Yeah. Great. I took it in the shower with me. Now, <laughs> um, now you say you, this was from your basement? This is... The thermos is from my basement. Right. The raspberry lime ricky so, I got at, at Ice Cream Parlor. I put it in this thermos. It sat in Dano's car for the last six hours. It's, it's possible that these spider eggs are not part of the original Brigham's recipe. <laughs> Let me tell you. It's bad. I think it's damn good. Yeah. Is it, it's supposed yeah, to have a little wow. effervescence, that's what you're saying? That's right, if you add a yeah. little soda water to it. But oh, yeah, when you add soda water, that's pretty tasty. Can I have a little Pellegrino? I'm going to try that, try to plus mine uh, up. No, thank you. All right. Oh, <laughs> thank please. you. All right, here we go. I think I understand what it's supposed to taste like. It's like, it's like a, it's a, it's a... It's like a Shirley, Shirley Temple. Temple. Yes, exactly. It's I like Shirley my Temple. Shirley Temples with vodka. Mm. <laughs> it's a good drink. Yeah. I don't know if this is a thing that I would ever order mm -hmm. because I'm just like, if I'm going to have this much sugar, give it to me in cream form. But <laughs> what? Mm -hmm. I don't I don't have as much. I don't I try to limit my sugar intake because I'd be even fatter than I already am if I had it. And because I, I have a, hu a terrible sweet tooth, so I don't have a lot of sweet beverages. If I was going to go to a dessert place, an ice cream parlor, I'm a creamsman. I'd have some ice cream. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have this, uh, this, this drink, but I think, it, I think it's good. I'm going to give it a drink. I'm giving it a drink as well. Nick, I got news for you. You, you got your cream coming to you right now. Hell yeah. Ooh, there you baby. go. This first one is modern pastry. I'll give it a drink as well. Nicole, you were saying stank for the uh, raspberry lime ricky? No, I liked it after I added the club soda because then I was like, oh, that's what it's supposed to taste like. It does help a little bit. I like it. Yeah, that's how, that's how it would be served. It's not traditional to have a, a raspberry lime ricky that's been stored in a car. Yes, yes. Mm, right. I get it. But yeah, I think it's a fun <laughs> summertime beverage, and I usually travel with vodka, so like I would probably add the vodka to it myself. Thank you. But you, so, so you were saying you prefer a Shirley Temple full of vodka. Yes. Yeah, that's an extreme as well. Ah. 
Oh, no. That took me a hot second, but wow. That was good. I like you. I like you, too. Uh, we've got these modern pastry cannolis. That's what we're eating. Yes. Ricotta cannolis, plain. We're doing plain versus plain. Okay, I'm going to have a bite of this plain John, will guy. You, will you hand me that box as well? Mike's pastry, yes, please. Ooh. Oh, heavy. What? What? I think Mitch's Quincy crew. Drinking. Something for the last couple hours? Oh, Dana was drinking the lime Ricky for the last couple hours? Rock bottom? Say something that makes sense. I've tasted the modern pastry. I'm get, can I... Is it weird for me to hand the, the leavings of this to, to someone in the crowd? Does someone want to bite from the other end? Someone the want to trap leavings. This? All right, I'm going to give it to this guy, this enthusiastic Ooh, person. This one's fucking fat. All right, I've tasted them both. All right, time for Mike's pastry. So the, to differentiate between these two, yeah. the smaller one is the modern. That's right. Right, and the, and the fatter one is the Mike's. Mike's, Mike's. Mike's has some girth. Yeah. All right, Unlike well. Mike Mitchell. Yeah. <laughs> Your God. mother's learning so much. Jesus Christ. I'd say the other difference is... This one has more of a cheesy sort of character to it, yes? Yeah, I think so. The cream is a little different, yeah. Yeah. I have a vote. My vote's in. Yes. Modern pastry wins for me. They're both good, though. They're both good. But, yeah, um, I think I'm going to go with the, uh, the single-cam mockumentary-style pastry, modern pastry. I think that's the one that's better. No, I like Mike's hog. This one's great. <laughs> I, I think Mike's, I, like, it's fatter. It's more fun to put in my mouth. <laughs> I think the consistency's a little bit better on the cream. And then I like that there, it's like the, what is this, the encasing? Yeah. The encasement is mm -hmm. thicker. I like this one. This one's for me. Fair enough. I say... Leave the gun, take the cannoli. <laughs> Nicole, that's a reference to the movie The Godfather. Mm. Ah, and I revealed earlier I've never seen You've it. Never seen it. <laughs> I've never seen anyone's like, favorite I would, movie. I would like. I would like to say that when you said I've not seen The Godfather, mm -hmm. you noticed that I did not say what. It was very kind. I know. It's fine if you don't see The Godfather. It's fine if you've never seen The Godfather. Thank you. That's nice. Thank you. Don't let the dudes in your life shame you. It's fine. That I got cream on my mic cord over here. Sure. Uh, the modern, modern, modern cannoli is better than the... Really? Wow. But we, we it's liked... Just, it's, it's just a better proportion. Yes, I think easier. so. And it's, they're both delicious, but the modern cannoli... Is a, a better balance of uh, I don't know. cream and what we call encasing in the Italian American. Well, what's it community. called? What, what is this called? What's I don't name? know. The pastry, the the shell. The shell. Uh, okay. So go. I'm all right. Idiot. All right. Okay. A shell. Okay, I get it. All you people screaming shell, waiting for your moment. We're trying to do a lot up here. <laughs>
Mike, Mike's for Mike's tourists. Mike's for tourists, okay. All right. Wow. How rude. I think it's good. What? Oh, sorry, everyone's getting angry. Drew, everyone's really mad that I like Mike's. You guys were I doing- I like Mike's fat fucking cannoli. <laughs> oh my God. I got more of that in my mouth than I thought. <laughs> uh, we, we prefer different ones, but I, I'd say snacks all around. I liked all snacks of these. Snacks all around. Yeah, like, yeah, these are all very, very good. I disagree. Modern Whoa. or nothing. <laughs> wow. Wow. But yes, they're all very delicious. Yes. Yeah. Um, guys, uh, that was, uh, that was uh, some, some local Boston treats I was for Drinkers, Snacker Whack. Yeah? Mike's freezes their shells. Do they really? Good. Keep some fucking fresh. Gotta do what you gotta do. (laughs) (laughs) So, guys, we're gonna do our live feedback, and uh, here's how this will work. We have three of you guys that we've we've picked from some pre-screened questions for the Q and A, and I believe there's a microphone in the aisle. Is that correct, you song? So, uh, Emma is there. So, I got it. So, if your name is called, go down to Emma. And um, we know some of you guys may be on the balcony. That may be a little bit. You have to jump off. If that's okay. (laughs) You have to jump off, but whoever, whoever is, uh, in whatever order you get down there, we'll just handle these questions in whatever uh, array you arrive. John Joe, Emily Ritter's house, and Sean Perota, please line up in the aisle over there where Emma has the spotlight on her. I just have to say, whoever yelled out Bova's Bakery, you know what the fuck is up. Wow. <laughs> wow. Emma's spitting heat. All right. Our, uh, Emma, don't encourage the heckling, please. All right, we got Emily Ritterhouse. Ritter's house? Did I say Emily that right? Ritter's house. Okay. Wait, I need to pull it up because I forgot what I said. You <laughs> forgot your question? <laughs> yes. That's okay. Okay, hi. Hello. Hi, Emily. Okay, so I was asked this in an interview one time, a job interview. If you could describe yourself slash identify with one food, what would that be? Wow. I hope you walked <laughs> out of that interview. <laughs> I also, didn't what get was that the an job. interview for? It was for fundraising for my college. <laughs> wow. Wow. Jesus. What a bad question. I, think, I agree. I think that might constitute assault, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> that I sounds had, like harassment to yeah. me. <laughs> I had that job. That I, I, I worked selling, in college, I worked selling, like, alumni memberships, which is a similar sort of thing. What the, f- what on earth? <laughs> <laughs> you said a bunch of words that she knew. Right. <laughs> a bizarre reaction. It's like Red Sox, Red Sox, Red Sox. Eh. It's like university development. <laughs> that job. That's a. That job is an annoying job. I just whether you got it or not. I'm sure it was. It was unpleasant. Uh, it's a food that we identify with. Boy, I got one. Yes, go ahead, Mitch. Pizza the Hut. <laughs> He's human-like, mm-hmm. first of all. I had similar skin in high school. <laughs> Pizza the Hut is my answer. And you'll also eat yourself to death. <laughs> <laughs> um, this, is, this is tough, but I feel like my answer is a, is a food that I consume perhaps more frequently than any other. Mayonnaise is a good guess. Honestly, that's the funniest 
funniest thing anyone has shouted at. Me. That was pretty fucking funny. Man, <laughs> good job. Uh, this is a, it's it's a it's a fruit that has a sh- a shell that you can peel back, and there's something a little sweet inside. A banana. That's my answer. What? A banana. A banana. Banana. And it's nutritious and it's efficient. Is it like because of the phallic reasons? I wasn't thinking that, but sure. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, any answers from from uh, Hodgman or Nicole? Mm, I'd probably be bacon because I'm fat but delicious. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Bacon. I don't know that I, I, it's hard for me to think of an I food that I identify with, but when the, uh, the person shouted out mayonnaise, <laughs> I immediately wanted some mayonnaise, and I realized <laughs> that is a very important food for me, and has been throughout my life. Wait, so, is this a bit? Because white people seem to fucking love mayonnaise. Sure. Like, y'all have salads built around mayonnaise, yeah. and that's wild. Yeah, we have, like, a tuna fish salad, for example. <laughs> I, I love mayonnaise so much. I love mayo. When I, when I, was, uh, when I was maybe 10 or 11, I was uh, in the kitchen making a snack for myself, and I said to my mom, who is no longer alive, uh, was in the other room, I said, I, I think I'd like to have a bowl of mayonnaise. And she said, don't do that. <laughs> and because I'm a good boy, I didn't. But now my mom's dead. Yeah! <laughs> Fuck that bitch! Scoop up mayonnaise! <laughs> I'm kidding, my mom's dead too, so, no. you know, okay. No, I, I that was the joke I was making as okay, well. Okay, great. I just got distracted. I was thinking about having a bowl of mayonnaise. <laughs> I've not had, I've not yet had a bowl of mayonnaise. Would you? What would you put in it? Like pickles? No, the mayonnaise in the bowl oh. with a spoon. Sorry, I didn't know if you wanted to spice it up. You would know? you draw a mustache on the Mona Lisa? You got a bowl of mayo. I mean, there are very few things that give me a, a more sense that everything is right in the world than opening a fresh jar of Helen's oh, mayonnaise. Oh my God! Dear God! That's insane! You keep mayonnaise in your house? Yeah. Multiple jars, multiple brands. I've never bought a jar of mayonnaise. I too have multiple brands of mayonnaise in my place. What are you rocking? Multiple jars of mayonnaise. You know I have zero groceries in my fridge. (laughs) I got a I got a classic Best Foods because I do have some nostalgic connection for that. Which is Hellman's west of the west of the Mississippi. Yes, absolutely. Hellman's out here. I've got we've got a Trader Joe's mayo. And then we've also got, I'm forgetting the brand right now, Sir Kensington Mayo, which what is a nice fuck? mayo. That is the whitest name <laughs> for mayonnaise. <laughs> that's, Sir Kensington yeah, Mayonnaise. Yeah, that's, but that's a, me, that's a meta thing because they know how white they are. Right. Like that's a, that's a, a, a bespoke mayonnaise <laughs> that they started making five years ago. And uh, it's got a guy with a monocle on the, on the label. I, I'm rocking Hellman's, mm-hmm. and uh, I just got from my father-in-law uh, three three uh, jars of Duke's mayonnaise, which is a southern. Oh wow! Mayo. Hold on a second. It was really good. You were gifted jars of mayo. My my daddy-in-law knows what I like. I too am confused, Nicole. Yes, thank you. This is wild. 
And you're going to just tear through all three of those three jars? Yeah, as soon as I get home tomorrow. (laughs) Mitch is acting confused like that mayo isn't what's in his soda cup that's on the table. (laughs) Thank you for the question, Emily. I I beg your pardon. It's ranch dressing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I got Sean Parada. Hi, Sean. What's up, Sean? Hey, Sean, hey. are you related to Tom Parada? I am. He's my, uh, he's my cousin. Holy wow. shit. He's my cousin. Oh, my God. The Leftovers Little Children, big fan. He's wow. one of my, he's, he was a writing teacher of mine and, and a dear friend Dude, and an he's amazing a, writer. Yeah. That's are, a, you, yeah. are you related to any Baradas from New Jersey? I'm, yeah. Well, Tom <gasps> really? is, wait, I Tom am. I'm, is from, from, Cran- New I'm from Cranford, New Jersey. He's from, yeah, he's from Garwood, New oh, Jersey. Well, I'm yeah. from Middletown, New Jersey, and my algebra teacher was Mises Barata. Nope. Um. <laughs> no. <laughs> I have a question. Yeah. Do you have a ball of burrata I could have? Oh, I wish, man. <laughs> it's the best. Uh, what's your question, yeah. Sean? <laughs> um, I'm here uh, for my bachelor party. What? Um, oh Congratulations. My. Yeah, no, I know. It's sad. I get it. This is the traditional way to end a bachelor party. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and I was just wondering, what are some of your guys' favorite, like, wedding hors d'oeuvres? And do you prefer a buffet or a sit-down dinner at a wedding? Oh, yeah! Whoa. Yeah. That is a great question. Yes! Obviously, the audience is very energized. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you a wedding app I like. Bacon Wrapped Scallops. Yes. Scallops? Scallops. You like a scallop? <laughs> I came home, I said scallops, and my mom got mad at me. This yes. is true. Scallops. Bacon Wrapped Scallops. Scallops. Right, Ma? She left. <laughs> <laughs> She's gone. I don't blame her. It's very late. Uh, I, I to answer your uh, Odur's que- the, the, the Odur's question, I'm 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 a little uh, I'm having trouble finding an answer. But to answer the second question, boy, as I've been to more weddings, I've learned to enjoy the buffet because I think in, in a course meal. You're more likely to get things that are individual items that you're less excited about, whereas in a buffet, you can just like, well, you know what? I don't really like the spread here, but hey, I can load up on salad, and mm. there's maybe one protein that I can get that I can, will take me home, and yeah, the, these rolls with butter, that'll be fine, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That, that, that's my feeling. Uh, M- many a person has thought at a wedding, there's maybe one protein here that can take me home. <laughs> 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 I like to order the dinner, Nick. Really? Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, I never get it wrong. I always get it right. I get it right. And then if I got it wrong, I just ask him for the right one. <laughs> because like... usually at a wedding, you have a choice of three. Yeah. Like a fish, vegetarian, a fish, or, chicken, or a yeah. meat, right? Right. Or... And what I do is if I see that the one is better than the other, I lie to them. So they'll bring it out and you'll be like, oh, I actually had the, the, the chicken. Yes. And you'll make a swap. Yeah. So massively inconveniencing a service worker from That's a catering right. company. <laughs> I like the buffet because you can get a little bit of everything. Yes. Uh, and then the hors d'oeuvres. I don't really care as long as there's like an open bar situation before dinner. Right. Uh, so I can get real fucking hammered, enjoy whatever's at the buffet, dance for a while, and then after, there's, like, a fun food truck, and you're like, that's where I eat again. Right. 
that actually is fun when the, when a food truck or something arrives. Where there's like a there's someone like just making tacos, yeah. something casual. Hodgman, that the the food truck late arrival at a wedding, I think, is a very West Coast thing. Oh, interesting. Oh. That anyone here understands what you're talking about? Oh. Because in a in in the New England area at a wedding, most important thing is open bar. Uh, That's true. Ba- basically, the food is an inconvenience in that. <laughs> Do you know another good thing you can do? My friend Joey O is getting married in October. Joey O. Joey O. And you just ask him because he's tasted it. When the thing came, I was like, what do I get, the chicken or the steak? And he said, the chicken's better. I got the chicken. Yeah. Wow, that's great. I think it's very traditional on the East Coast to have a a sit-down dinner. Yeah. And I think that that's wrong. I think a buffet is the better way to serve a large group of people. Fair enough. Because there are more choices. Yes. The food, like, you're, you're basically creating a bunch of different casseroles that are designed to sit around on a steam table and get better as they get older. Sure. As opposed to pretending that this dumb filet or, or chicken breast has been pr- especially made for you. It's airplane food at that point. So, Fuck. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and as, as far as an hors d'oeuvre is, baby lamb chops all the way. Wow. Wow. Uh, Sean, that's, uh, thank you for the question. Congratulations. What, do, you, do you have thank any plans you. for hors for your for your wedding? Have you figured that out? No. Wait, are you the bachelor? Yeah. Holy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's oh. me. I'm getting married. Congrats. Congratulations. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I should have made that clear. Thanks. All right. Uh, all right. John Joe is, uh, is up last. Hi, John. Thank you for waiting. What's your question? Hi there. Um, uh, sorry. Uh, Super nervous. There's okay. Uh, so <laughs> this is the lowest stakes have yeah, ever truly. been for you. I assure you. <laughs> Boundaries are hard. Uh, <laughs> um, so when I was growing up, uh, my mom always bought me fillet, shitty White Castle filet fish right before like music competitions. So I was just wondering before any sort of performances or competitions or. I guess trying to gain your parental parents' love. Uh, what kind of food do you associate with that? We so can can I, John? This is crazy. First of all, because we just had White Castle. Mitch and I did it, uh, reviewed it in New York last night. Yes. So it's wow. very fresh in our brain. Specifically, the fillet of fish. It sucked. Which was, it was awful. It's so just bad. Just fucking dog shit. I can't believe that was foisted on you just before a performance. As a reward. As a reward. Right. Okay. She she thought the fish was good for your brain. Oh, and so that's like, that's Here adorable. Yeah. Um, so could wait. we all raise? Could everyone put like five dollars in a hat for his therapy? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm willing to take it. You know. <laughs> I will say that once before. Uh, by the way, what did you play? Uh, I played the piano. Piano, very cool. Um, I played the. Uh, I played uh, woodwinds. Um, not just double reeds. I also played single reeds all when right. I was younger. Right. And I wow, had a, big I had reveal. A, a clarinet concert. Oh, you mean when you were younger, when you were less sophisticated? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, when I grew older, yeah, I put I aside childhood, childish things. <laughs> no, I, I, I continued to play single reeds, and but, but I played clarinet when I was younger, and I, I, I had chili cheese fries, one of my favorite foods, like a gigantic plate of chili cheese fries. Uh, just before I had to play a, a clarinet concert. And I, I remember hope. specifically my parents saying, is that going to hurt your stomach? And I was like, no. <laughs> and then on stage, like, like four measures into the performance, I had the sensation that Mitch has been experiencing for this entire show. 
The meet and greet's happening in a bathroom, by the way. <laughs> People would do it. You know that. I hope you didn't have to share that clarinet with any other players after you breathed a lot of spit and chili cheese fried breath into it. I have my own at that point. When I took clarinet lessons yes. at the All Newton Music School in Newton, Massachusetts, wow. studying under the director of the All Newton Music School, Paulette Bose, my dad would pick me up and he would always bring me a Big Mac. And I have such fond associations with the Big Mac for that. It was not a competition. Competition isn't everything. <laughs> as long as I win. But, uh, and uh, I, 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 thought, I stopped eating Big Macs for a while because our kids hate McDonald's so much. What the hell? And I would like want to go there and they'll be like, no, please, Daddy, don't. Don't go there. It smells so bad. Don't go. And one time... They don't like <clears throat> chicken nuggies? They don't. They don't care for any of it. They don't like the Frenchie fries? No, I... I they don't like a toy that comes a, with their food? No, they hate, they hate toys. <laughs> <laughs> they hate pleasure of all kinds. They, it's the it's New the England... Boston way? New England in them. When I, when I was driving from, from Maine to, uh, to uh, our show... I got a Big Mac at the, big, at the McDonald's in Belfast, Maine, because I really wanted to have one, and I called my son, and I said, I'm having one right now. He said, please, Father, no. <laughs> I'm, do I'm doing it. I'm eating it right now. And he screamed, and he hung up on me. And uh, it was terrible. Uh, Nicole, any, any food associated with the performance? Um, yeah. So... <laughs> I, when you get off stage, do you have a thing you want to eat? No. Okay. Sorry, you say your thing. No, no, it's fine. Uh, usually I, I just drink more vodka when I get off stage. But uh, when I was in high school, I did track and field. Whoa. I did shot put the fat girl sport. It was truly <laughs> the biggest of the chunkums just being like, oh, I can throw this. Uh, <laughs> so after like meats and whatnot. Like I was pretty good. I would like get like first or second or whatever. Uh, my mom would take me to Dairy Queen and she would let me order whatever I wanted. And whatever I wanted morphed into a peanut buster parfait. So there's fudge on the bottom and then I'll let like ice cream, but I would get the fudge on the bottom, a Reese's peanut butter cup miniature, peanuts, sprinkles, a touch of ice cream, and then repeat it several times. <laughs> That rules. <laughs> and I don't know why this woman let me eat that. It was like, she was like, I've already given up on you. Like, it was not great. But I love them. That's like, to this day, whenever I eat that, it reminds me of my mom. Oh, That rules. Yeah. Uh, Mitch, what do you think? Uh, I would occasionally get McDonald's after, uh, like, football double sessions, where I was very bad at football, and I burned, like, 60 calories. <laughs> I, I will say, when Mitch took me on a driving tour of Quincy, one place he took me is the storage locker that a, an assistant coach locked him inside in football <laughs> practice. That's true. Wait, what? Coach, Why? Coach Chrisman and Coach Carter told me there was something in the back of the equipment shed, or locker, and then I went in there and they locked me in and they were laughing outside of it. <laughs> it was funny. But you kind of, when you were showing, you kind of threw it away. It was like, oh, yeah, that's the shed I got locked in by the coaches. I was like, what Wait, on earth? Two adults locked a child <laughs> in a closet and then laughed outside. It was funny as hell. They rule. I love Coach Carter and Coach Chrism. Okay. 
Mitch pointed this out to you? He did, yeah. yeah. Remember when I showed you the swan boats? <laughs> Wasn't that nice? That was nice. Yeah. That was lovely. <laughs> I, have a, I, I used to get uh, Villa Rosa. I used to get a cheese pizza and uh, buffalo fingers. Fing- Whoa. It is so wild. (laughs) Buffalo fingers. Can't fuck that up in the movies. Fingers. 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 Right for Chris Pratt. Pratt. Fingers. Why are you for saying fingers? (laughs) Hello, Chris Pratt. It's pronounced swastika. (laughs) I can't top that. Choking. I'm dying. <laughs> oh, there we go. Thank you. Uh, yeah, pizza and buffalo fingers used to just have that at Villa Rosa to celebrate a big moment uh, in Quincy. Yeah. And that means a lot to me, too. It was a family that's, thing. Yeah. That's wonderful. What, what a wonderful question. Thank you so much, John. I really yeah, appreciate thank it. You. Thank you, John. Thank you. And Mitch, this, is, this was it. This was, uh, we'll be back tomorrow, uh, uh, but this was, our, this was our big Boston show. I, I want to say give it up yes. for two of the funniest working people in comedy. So funny. We love them. Nicole Byer, John Hodgman, two of the funniest people, and Nick, I love you too. And you made eye contact. (laughs) I did. I can do that. You'll get there, my friend. Uh, And thank you to Emma and Song for doing everything. This entire tour. Special shout out to Dano for helping us out tonight. Thank you, Dano. And just thank you for all the listeners who came out and supported us. Um, everyone sitting in the audience is the reason that we get to be up here, and we really appreciate it. Uh, special thanks to everyone from Quincy. There's a lot. And uh, apologies if you had to sit next to anyone from Quincy. Uh, a huge thanks to my mom and my sister, Courtney, and I love you both. My mom picked up. Uh, my mom picked up stickers. Hey, Donnie, and Donnie's in the audience. My mom picked up uh, stickers for the show, so uh, so go buy some of them. So it was uh, worthwhile. Um, I shouldn't have plugged that in my sincere moment. The stickers. I don't have to plug it's fine. the stickers. Okay. Well, your mom got them. And my mom got nice. them. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, like I said, I wish my dad was here to see. You. I'm not going to say that anymore. Jesus Christ. But uh, uh, okay. Uh, uh, but my dad's best friend is here tonight, my godfather, and my godmother, Kathy, and their kids, Sarah, and Evan, and Neil, and Neil owns the Fat Cat in Quincy, and they just opened a new location, so check it out, uh, but I've been lucky to have people like my godfather and people like you in my life, so thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Until next time for the Spoon Brand, Mike Mitchell, I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating! On the next Doughboys Double, it's a Doughboys Street Fight. The boys welcome Brett and Brian, hosts of the anarcho-comedy show Street Fight Radio. We taste test Fago and thank Brian for his service portraying Chuck E. Cheese. 
Get the Doughboys Double every Tuesday only at patreon.com slash doughboys. Sources for this week's intro include A Curse Born of Hate by Glenn Stout. Red Sox-Yankees is baseball's ultimate rivalry from USA Today. Fromer's Guide, Regina Pizzeria. Is Regina Pizzeria really the best in the country by Devra First? Full list of sources available in the episode description. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>